Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. In this week's Torah portion, after Yaakov meets his brother Esav, after not having seen each other for over 20 years, the Torah says as follows, Vayoshav Bayomahu Esav Ladarko Seira, they met, they reconciled, we're going to talk about that another day, and then they each went their way. On that day, Esav went on his path to Seir, <coughs> that's where he lived, the Yaakov Nosa Sukosa, and Yaakov traveled to a place called Sukos. Vayivin lo bayis, and there Yaakov built for himself a house. Ulimikneu osa Sukos, and for his cattle he built a Sukos, like huts. Of course, we're familiar with the word from the holiday of Sukos, but it means like a, a temporary dwelling, like a shed or a hut that is suitable for the for the livestock. So one more time. So the Yaakov Nasa Sukosa, Yaakov travels to a place called Sukos, by Yivin Lobayas, and he builds for himself a house, Ulimikneu Asa Sukos, and for his flocks he builds sukkah hut dwellings. Al Karashem Hamakom Sukos. Therefore the name of the place is called Sukos. Okay, kind of an obscure verse, but also a little mysterious. We understand that this was the parting of the way. Esau goes his way, Yaakov goes his way, and they're both going on with their lives. But there are two problems with the verse that I just read. The first is, the Torah says that Yaakov called the name of this place Sukkos after he already arrived and built these sukkah huts. Ulamikneu asa Sukkos. He built these huts. He could only build the huts after he arrived for his sheep. Alkain therefore karashem amakom Sukkos. Therefore he called the name of the place Sukkos. So that implies that the name of the place only became Sukkos after Yaakov arrived and built these temporary dwellings there. But at the beginning of the Pasuk, it says, the Yaakov nasa Sukosa. Yaakov went to Sukkos. How could he go to Sukkos if that was not yet the name? The name would only be given later after Yaakov arrived and built these dwellings there. <clears throat> All right, you might be able to answer that the Torah is using what we refer to as the prophetic future tense. In other words, the Torah is saying Yaakov went to a place and the name of that place in the future would be named Sukkos. All right, but it's a little strange to write it that way as if the name was already given. That's number one. But the second question is more fundamental. You move to a place, you're going to settle there, and you name it. Why would you name 
your city where you're going to live after the name of the huts that you build for your sheep? Why not name it for the home that you build for the people? Seems like the name Sukkos is a rather insignificant detail. When he got to this place, he built temporary dwellings for his sheep. Why should that become the name of this place? So, Rabbi Yisachafran quotes from a source, a sefer, a Jewish book called Milchemes Yehuda, who gives the following answer. It's an answer that is extremely important to every single one of us, and we need to absorb this lesson into our lives. He explains that Sukkos is not just a place on a map. Sukkos is a state of mind. What the Torah is teaching us here is that Yaakov is entering a new chapter in his life. Early in his life, Yaakov lived in his parents' home for many, many years. Then he left home and he lived with Lavan, who became his father-in-law for over 20 years. And now he's come back to Israel. So now everything that happened up until now was somehow a prelude, an introduction to what is going to be in his mind the main part of his life. Yaakov is ready to settle down comes back to Israel and he's going to settle down. And when Yaakov is ready to settle down, to enter this new period of his mature life, he makes a decision. He had been living with Lavan for over 20 years. He saw what was involved in earning a living. He saw how Lavan acted. We discussed this last week. And now Yaakov is beginning the rest of his life. And Yaakov says to himself, I have now learned enough about life to know that earning a living, material possessions, the struggle to provide, all of the other mundane pursuits, they are important. I have to engage in them, but they're not the goal. They're not the purpose of my life. They're not the mission of my life. The reason for my existence is to come closer to God, is to serve God, is to raise a family that will be the foundation of the future Jewish people. That's what I want the focus of my life to be. It's necessary to earn a living. It's necessary to care about mundane needs. But that is as a tool to the ultimate goal. The word sukkah has two meanings. The Talmud says, based on the verse on the holiday of sukkahs, that the Jewish people dwelled in sukkah. 
And therefore, on the holiday of Sukkos, we dwell in a sukkah. The Talmud has two opinions. What does that mean? What is the sukkah that is referred to that the Jewish people dwelled in while they traveled through the desert? One opinion says, sukkah mamish, huts, temporary dwellings. And the one rule we know about that, well known to us when we build our sukkah, is a sukkah is a diras aroi. It is a temporary dwelling. Rain can come in. It's not a permanent structure. It was meant in the desert for Jews to be able to have a little bit of shelter, and then they would travel. They could take it with them, set it up, a little shelter, and keep going. It was temporary. It was movable. A sukkah in this sense indicates that the existence that it exemplifies is temporary. We talk on the holiday of Sukkot about leaving our home, which is permanent and solid and magnificent in whatever way. And we leave our home to this weak, vulnerable structure to recognize that that monumental, strong, secure home. That's not our goal in life. It's nice. We are allowed to enjoy it. But we're on a journey through life. We're trying to get somewhere more transcendent, more important. That's a tool for being able to live a life that is spiritual, that is meaningful, that is moral, that is eternal. Our rabbis in the Talmud say there is a second understanding of what the word sukkah is. When the Torah says that the Jewish people dwelled in a sukkah, while they traveled through the desert, the second opinion in the Talmud says sukkah means hashra'as hashchina, the way that God's presence enveloped them. They traveled through the desert, protected by God, enveloped by God, surrounded by God's presence. In our passage, those two different meanings are connected. The physical is subservient to and is there to facilitate the spiritual, the moral, the eternal. Yaakov was about to start this new period in his life and he traveled to a place called Sukkos, a place where I'm finished with Lavan and his value system. I'm finished with Esav and his value system. I have my own value system. And my own value system is to value the idea of a sukkah. And so he called this place, Sukkah, because it indicated the kind of life that he wanted to live, the priorities he would have for the rest of his life. It happened later that he did build these structures for his sheep, and it does connect to the fact that his priority was on the material parts that were temporary, because there were other parts that were eternal. But the name came first, 
Because the name is not about a building. It's about a point of view. It's about a sense of priority in life. Many of us, especially after what we've been through for almost the last two years, we may be in a new stage of life. We will never be the same. This is an opportunity. Hopefully, we are coming out of the pandemic. Hopefully, although it is still here, we still have to be careful. But hopefully, eventually, we're going to have to think about what is the next chapter going to be like for me. And I think that for many of us, in addition to all the difficulties and the challenges and the losses, there's also a tremendous opportunity to re-examine our priorities. I think there are a lot of things that over the last year and a half we have come to realize we thought that was so important and they're really not so important. And there are a lot of things that I think before two years ago we took for granted, we did not pay too much attention to. And I think we start to realize these are really the priorities in life. This is an opportunity for us. We are entering a new period in our lives. And Yaakov teaches us that we should take the same opportunity to examine our priorities. To reorder them. To rearrange them to give them different weights and make any corrections in course that are needed. That's what Yaakov was doing. And that's what we should do. We should think of these days. What do I want the next period in my life to be like? What do I want my priorities to be going forward and give that the name to the place we will be. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.